Hi, my name is Joseph and I'm Kashina and we release a podcast every Sunday where we will cover the topics of faith, marriage and parenting, giving you insight into our journey as a Christian family. You can find us on Instagram at a family bound by grace or email us at a family bound by grace at outlook.com. Hello everyone and welcome to our final episode for the year 2019. Woohoo! How exciting. Um, hope you've all had a, a good year actually. We've only started this, what, two months ago? Yeah. But we're already enjoying it and we've got many more planned for the year 2020. Hope um, you're excited. Yeah. Um, the topic for today is... Same parents, different children. So you'd think that us, by having multiples, we have triplet girls, for those of you that don't know, that are going to be six next month. Woohoo! And we have a, baby, a son. He's going to call him baby, boy. I, I can say baby boy, but he just turned three um, last week, actually. So, yes. Um, but you think that by having triplets, that our children would be the same in a lot of their attributes in terms of how we raise them and stuff like that. But it's actually not... They have such different personalities mm. and they haven't really, it may still come, but they haven't really got that, let's say, I think at the same time sort of bond. It's happened every now and then, but it's, it's not, it's not that same mentality type of bond. So they've got the same parents and they're all born at the same age. So we've been all raising, so me and she and I have been raising them all the same. But they are quite different. So I imagine even more so if you have children that are months slash years apart from each other. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanna before we go on to say if you could hear little feet tottering in the background, it's because our children are currently running up and down playing with their uncle. So don't be distracted. <laughs> Stay with us. Um, but yeah, like Josie said, our children are very different. Yeah. We have one who literally will live in the kitchen with me. Um, one who loves to make things. She's so creative. She really is so creative. And another one who reads everything and writes everything. They're just very different. And Mr. Zeke is um, our builder. Mm. He will build things. He's a builder. Um, and then their personalities are very different as well. One is more outgoing. The other is very shy and hides behind the other two. One is extremely, excruciatingly slow at doing things. She's always the last to get ready, always the last word walking behind. I read something that says, it was slow as molasses, which had me creasing up because if you ever tried to pour out molasses from a jar, it takes <laughs> it actually takes forever to come out. But that's her. Oh my days. But the question is really truly one, can you love them for their differences? Mm-hmm. 
So, Joseph, do you have a favourite? No, I don't have favourites. My son is my favourite. Really? Yeah. You just made that up? I did. Uh-huh. But I'm going to stick to it. Okay. Um, so, not that you... Well, actually, no, I think parents have favourites. You shouldn't let them know that they have favourites. But I read that sometimes it's easier for us to love one child more than the other child. Maybe because their characteristics are more favourable to you. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you um, don't work on loving the other children. Mm-hmm. The question is, is how do you do that when you're butting heads with that other person? So, for example, our parenting style might be you speak and you expect the child to do something. For your first child, that might have worked really well for you. You spoke, they did. And then you end up with a child who's very strong-willed. You speak, they don't move. What do you do? I guess it depends on what you're asking them to do in terms of are they being disobedient because they don't think it's fair or are they being disobedient just because they don't feel like doing it? I suppose that's the, <laughs> that's what we had to learn the hard way, right, with Lady. Mm-hmm. Um, she she got to a stage where she was really defiant and we couldn't figure out why she was so defiant and we were literally I remember one night having to wake you up and be like no we need to figure this out let's pray and God was showing us your child is a child of justice if you don't explain to her why she's in trouble or what she's done wrong she will just rebel against it and I suppose that goes back to um it's the same parents, but our children are different. And so we can't parent them all the same. With Shay, we might be easy. it might be easy for us to say, you did this wrong, don't do that. And she'll feel it, she'll keep going, and she's probably not going to do it again. Whereas with Nay, it was a case of, she needs to understand the reason why what she did was wrong. Like, what, what did I do that was actually wrong? And whereas before, we weren't necessarily explaining it because you're brought up, well, we were brought up in a culture. Well... I mean, adults are right and children, well, you're wrong if they're adults right. So tough luck. Um, what we found is sometimes we weren't actually listening to the whole story or there was something more that she had to say. But because we were adults and we were right and what we saw you do was incorrect, then you have to sit on the stairs or wherever it might have been. But for her, that became an injustice because you didn't hear the whole story. Like, you don't understand. You don't get what I mean, man. And we had to learn to humble ourselves, number one. And number two, listen, and then act accordingly. And she might still be in the wrong. Most times she was. But you can now explain to her the reason why she's in the wrong. Yeah. And she felt like you were listening to her. Whereas Shay would just understand she was in the wrong. Take whatever the consequences and keep it going and it's not the end of the world. Mm. Same parents, different children. And so being... Really knowing your child and what makes your child tick, what brings your child out, I think is extremely important in being able to parent them. So you might, you're parenting, but you can't parent your children all the same. You have to parent them differently. Mm. It's true. And also comparing them is, is, is difficult territory. And I mean that in terms of like discipline and being like, oh, your, your sister's not doing that, so why are you doing that? 
and is that well yeah. do you want all your children to be exactly the same or do you want them to have their own personality and go do their own things mm. so you have, to, you have to talk to them about what they're doing and not be comparing them to their to their siblings because they are individuals if someone kept comparing you to someone else i'm pretty sure you wouldn't like it it's true i think we don't think about what we say to children if your manager said to you oh well you're not doing it as well as as philip philip yeah. thank you for that yeah mm. yeah you'd feel really inferior and worthless and it will especially for men give you a hit to your ego so why do we feel it's acceptable to be able to say such things to our children I can imagine what they go through internally. And they and then they can't even voice it. No. They just have to so take it because we're adults. They're feeling, yeah. Well, that too, yeah. They're not given a voice in most cases. And they don't even understand what they're feeling anyway to say, actually, that makes me feel mm. X, Y, Z. Definitely. So ultimately, one is making sure you know your children really well. See what makes them tick, what what gets them going, what gets them engaged, what makes them really upset and angry. How do you get the best out of them? Two, don't compare your children one off of each other. Or you might only have a single child, but don't compare them to your French child. They're at different mm. stages, at different points in life. And, you, and you totally have to, different upbringings. Yeah. Like you have to meet your child where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, three, be able to identify the struggles and challenges that your child has and don't see it as a negative so for example I'll give an example I was talking to a lady a very lovely lady at church and I was saying how Brie is um she I was worried about her spiritual which is funny I know you're all thinking but she's not even six yet listen my child's spirituality is top priority and I see things that make me think in the future if we don't fix this now we're going to have a problem and one of the things was she didn't always want to pray and I know for many parents you might think yeah but they have the choice and blah 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 but I'm fast forward in 10 years and I have an 18 year old who doesn't want to pray so bring it back to now and I'm like father we need to sort this out like now mm-hmm. um and I said to her, but she's very good at memorizing stuff. She memorizes a lot of things. Um, and the lady said to me, but that's a good thing. And I'm like, I don't think you're listening to me. I'm telling you that the child's not praying. And she said, but the thing we memorizing is all those Bible texts and the things that you're doing in family worship that she's listening to, she will never forget. Mm-hmm. Even when she gets older, she'll never forget it because we will do amazingly in school. She's very good at memorizing and regurgitating information. It's just how her brain works. And he said, keep doing it. She gave other tips as well for um, how to encourage her to pray. But she, it, the memorizing that I thought was an issue of just memorizing and not necessarily being able to, yeah, think through, think through it. She would just regurgitate it. And as a result, it having an impact on her spiritual life in the future wasn't necessarily a negative actually there was a positive in it and it's using it for the positive I remember one of our other children was extremely stubborn and another lady we have some really nice mentors actually who said the stubbornness isn't a problem the problem is when she's stubborn for the devil and not stubborn for Christ 
you want her to be stubborn for Christ because then nothing anyone says or does will be able to take her away from the love of Christ. But that's what you need to push towards. So it's seeing what we would see as negative and seeing the positive in it and pushing that to to make sure it becomes a positive and not leaving just leaving them in their stubborn state to say no to authority or not submit when they need to submit, for example. <laughs> so just making sure that your children are not seeing the the challenging behaviours as a negative. No, it's more about how you can use it to serve God. Exactly. It's true. Because even now Zeke is is very can be very stubborn in his ways. Or no, very persistent in what yeah. he wants. Very persistent in what he wants, which is always food. Um, <laughs> like literally always, always food. And I'm just like, it's okay, because I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that around and you're gonna use it for God one day. But and but it's the balance in that is now. it is tiring because the balance is not to break them. No. Because if you break them to break the stubbornness, I'm gonna break the persistence, then you're breaking who God's made them to be. Mm-hmm. It's being able to gently to mould. Mould and guide them mm-hmm. into doing it in a positive way. And that's hard because it's restraining your mouth from saying things like, Oh, I've had enough or you always da 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 or making it seem like a negative rather than teaching them, literally saying, okay, when you're hungry, this is what you say, or at this time, this is where we eat food. Um, and this is what you could do while you're waiting. Do you see what I mean? It's being able to teach them and not just dictate to them how they should be behaving or shouldn't be behaving, because actually you're not working on the heart, you're just working on the behaviour. And you can break the behaviour, you can break the behaviour, change the behaviour, but the heart's still there not being changed. Yeah, and then when they can do what they want, that heart's going to come out and it'll be, oh, but they've been good for the last few years. Not really, no. Hmm. You didn't work on their heart, you worked on their behaviour. But God can help us with that challenge, and it is a challenge. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. Mm. And being able to um, parent all those different personalities and the different children, it's a challenge. But Christ said you could do all things with Christ who gives you strength. Mm-hmm. All wisdom comes from God, which means you have to go back to him to get the wisdom to be able to parent each one specifically and to meet each need specifically, to spend time with each one alone. So you can get to know them. Yeah, which is a difficulty in itself. Taking that individual time to spend with your child. Mm. So you can get to know them. Just observing them and talking to them. and Yeah. It's what we do with husband and wife, right? You have date night and you spend time. You spend that time courting to get to know them really well. You need to do that same thing, especially within the first seven years. You need to spend that time that sounds really weird but you know what I mean spend that time really getting to know your children so when those teenagers come you already have that relationship and you already have that bond with them that will get you through those interesting teenagers that I'm not ready for I'm not ready for yet I'm not ready we shall see we shall see We've got six years left. Just about-ish. Some people say they started earlier, so I don't know. 
I'm not sure if I'm ready for it yet, y'all. But, yeah. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, as always, you can find us over on Instagram at... A Family Bound by Grace. Or you can email us at a family bound by grace at outlook.com. Feel free to send us any voice notes or messages. We will reply to all of them and get back to you. If you want some advice or just want to share your story, feel free to let us know. And as always, have faith, show love, and give grace. See you later in the new year. Bye.